Hello everyone, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Richard Hobbs. Hello everyone. We've got Alex Moore. Hello. And we've got the Baron, John Bav. Hello. He's back. <laughs> John, I got told from someone I know who's a listener uh, that you are his favourite pundit. Oh. Yeah. He oh. likes, likes your opinions. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so add that to your CV. <laughs> Who was that? Just, just, a, just a fond listener. Right. A fond listener. Can that be your new Twitter bio? It'll be your new Twitter bio. I have a favourite. I'm a favourite pundit. Just, just one. <laughs> I'm sure you've got many, John. Okay. But just one who wanted to openly come out and say they mm. like what you. What, what the rest of closet. For the rest of closet. I can just imagine fans. their bedroom now, just pictures of you all over the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like Alan Black. Like Alan Black. That's a scary thought. Can I shake your hand, John? <laughs> Even my wife hasn't got pictures around our bedroom of me, anyway. Just the dog. <laughs> my next question was going to be who, but there we go. Uh, on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about the game um, at Newcastle the weekend and talk about any other stuff that's going on at the moment. But why don't we just crack into uh, the game at the weekend, which saw Wolves lose 2-1 away to Burton Albion. Wolves had taken the lead before half-time with, of course, a held Costa penalty. But goals from Michael Kiteley, which we'll talk about in depth as well. And who was the goal from Burton? Do we know? Um, Another Corley, Burton player. Corley Woodrow. Corley Woodrow. Yeah. Martin Woodrow. Ah. Ex-Wolves player. Yeah, a little, really? little stat for you there. Okay, Burton 2-1 win. Uh, many people saying it was back to, to reality for Wolves. Uh, John and Alex both at the game on Saturday. Uh, was it a case of back to reality? Or was it that Wolves did really underperform against a side also in the mix down the bottom end of the table? So I just thought, the thing that disappointed me most it was it was a very poor game. I mean, I didn't mind. I don't mind going and seeing it's loose. You know, I'm one of these who expected to win every game, but I expect to be entertained. Mm. And I've got to be honest, the entertainment value of the whole game was pretty much nil. A scruffy game, I heard. Just a bit, but I mean, I didn't really understand why we seemed to match up to a scruffy game. It's like as if you're expecting, well, let's just go and have one, and made no effort to play any mm. football at all mm. throughout the game for me. And, and Burton were marginally better. We could have expected because they're in a bit more trouble than us. But mm. I thought the game was rubbish. Alex, initial thoughts? This is bizarre. Like the last two games we played this nice passing, counter-attacking football, and then all of a sudden on Saturday we've adopted this hoofball up mm. to what a five foot eleven striker on his own. Mm. And you can understand this hoofball tactic up to Bod Varson, but mm. it was you had sort of a feel last season when we were playing hoofball up to Lafondra, and it was yeah. just never, just nothing. Working for us, and then, yeah, I think even from the the start, you just thought after the first couple of minutes into the game, you never thought we were 
anything was going to happen exciting. Mm. And then pretty much the best player on the pitch was Michael Carter, which is unfortunate for us. But that's it. That's <laughs> much. That's how they poor the game was it, really. So it was the same outfield team who started against Liverpool, wasn't it? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, it was only the only change. It was the only change was Akimi. Yeah. Do you think sort of a lot of players were almost? I mean, because it was a very similar team who played against Stoke as well. I'm right in thinking, especially sort of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, is it sort of? Do you think they kind of almost prepared in a very certain way that team in general throughout trainings and whatever? They're almost quite mo- mentally sort of trying to sit back like they did against Liverpool to then and not be as progressive as they let's say were against Barnsley because um, they just did not seem switched on to dominate a game uh, they, don't really... they never tried to pass to a, one, a player in, yeah. in the same colour shirt that was one of the biggest mm. problems was there um, anything to do with the pitch and the size? Is well, that why the new ball came in? Because a lot of comments I heard was to do with, with that. that perhaps. Looked, he said it was, it was, they were described as a pudding, but I thought it looked quite hard in places, I thought, the pitch. I thought mm. it looked a bit firm there, certainly on the wings. But, I don't know. I've don't never know. been keen on sort of, blame, you know, you shouldn't really blame a pitch. Because, well, you know, both teams use it. And I know Burton will use it, obviously, more times in the season at that. But they're professional footballers. It's a... Football league ground. It's not like I spoke to my mate since who's a Fulham fan. He went. He went last week when Fulham won there. He said they played but, good football and passed yeah. it around and knocked mm. it about and won comfortably. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. They didn't struggle on it. <laughs> mm. uh, Costa got their first goal for Wolves. Classic penalty. Classic. No one's going to stop it. Penalty was it? Well, it's his, his particular style of penalty mm. into the top. The last person I can seem to remember having a penalty like that for Wolves with Willie Carr. That was a long time ago, but not many people put him in the top corner but on a regular basis. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but he seems to be quite adept at it at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's almost like he's really, really good, isn't he? It's either side, either side <laughs> yeah, as well. No, I mean, you, you're right, though. It's uh, Most people try and go for bottom corners yeah. because they don't want to risk... You know, blazing it over the bar, but it's a classic FIFA mistake, isn't it? Yeah. Really trying to go for the top corner, yeah. going over Where, the bar. Whereas Costa's like got control of you know his own body in a football and yeah. can hit it in these places where it's borderline impossible to save. Yeah. Second half, the down to actually before before we talk about Kitely in a bit more detail, was it a bit of a towel the two halves at all? I think Wolves were perhaps better in the first than they were the second, given that there seemed to be a bit of a collapse in the second. Marginal. We had one mm. shot and we had a penalty. Apart from Is that, it, we didn't really, nothing, nothing say, else happened. It wasn't I mean, a bit, I mean, we were really poor. I think it's got one of the worst performances in a long while, I, I mean, think. I was going to say, it's all about context, and yeah, we conceded two and a half time, but if, theoretically, it ended at 1-0, is it one of those where you say, that's a sign of a good team, you win when you're playing badly? Mm. I mean, obviously, we lost playing badly, which doesn't mean really we were lucky. But yeah. If we'd have won 1-0... <coughs> I mean, because to be fair, I mean, I came and pulled off a string of saves at Stoke. He comes back for this game, and he pulled off another string of saves. If if, if we'd have got away with a clean sheet, it would it'd be a bit hard to keep saying your goalkeeper keeper's going to keep doing that for you every week. Mm. I mean, he pulled out some real good saves. But if we won one nil, given the run of form we're at the moment, would have people come out and gone? Oh, we were lucky to win that. Would well, they have just got? But I mean, when Georgia people would have gone, yeah, another win. We're going for the playoffs because I, I saw some comments from people. As we were like, maybe we were drawing, saying, right, we're going for the playoffs here. And it just shows how opinion can shift so dramatically yeah. as soon as you lose a game. Mm. I mean, I think, obviously, I wasn't there, so I can't, I can't say, but there's a lot of people slacking off how terrible Lambert was 
for that game, and I just think he needs one, one very game. odd. I know you don't, you don't change at all for ninety minutes yeah. when things aren't working, and you just keep playing the same way yeah. continually. It feels like he's wanted to reward the cup players with this game. Because you say it was the same team who played against uh, Liverpool last week. And it's, it's weird to think that it was only a week ago. Mm. But he then switched it to um, Barnsley and played what's probably our strongest side. Or there or thereabouts. He brought in, um, you know, he brought it back to the double midfield of Price and Edwards, which is what you sort of expect. And then he kind of said, you know what, I'm going to drop Bart, I'm going to push Edwards in a bit more of an advanced role, which he hasn't played in six mm. weeks. And it just didn't seem to flow. And I, he's got to take responsibility for mm. that in terms of, because you said the team didn't look up for it, they weren't passing, and they and it was a slightly different lineup. And it was quite clear, you say, at half-time, it wasn't really working, and maybe for actually, if we get out of here, screw this crappy one nil win, then great. But as soon as they got the equaliser, from what I've seen and heard anyway, we didn't even look like we're you yeah. know, it didn't look like right, the game's even now, let's go and see. Yeah, I think in their box. yeah. Oh. you could see you could see it coming. It's a matter of surprise the winner didn't come earlier than it did. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go into the equaliser from that former man, Michael Kitely. He was making his debut, I believe, for yeah. the yeah, first time. Of course game. he was. Uh, yeah, it's the fifth ex-Wolves player to score against us this season. <laughs> uh, Van der Parra, Ebanks Blake, Hamill and Lafondra all netting against Wolves as well. So you knew when you saw the team sheet that was going to happen. He was yeah. a big score. I think Lafondra's only goal for him was against us. Yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. <laughs> he's hardly played. He's hardly played since. He's, 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 he's back, back, gone back to Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in the game... Obviously, he was getting a, a, abuse from Wolves fans. Mixture. I'd Alex, say it was very much yeah. 90%, 90% abuse. Yeah. Alex, you, see, you were the ones who stuck up for him in yeah. the game. So much so that you got recognised once again. Again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Famous or not? Famous <laughs> fan cast Alex. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'd, people have the mixed reviews, don't they, about him? But mm. I think... I don't know, what can he say about it really? People don't know the full story, as he's came out and said. Well, yeah, his, his quote was, after the game, because he didn't celebrate, did he? No, he didn't no. celebrate. Um, his quote was, there's a lot of Wolves fans that don't really know what happened with me leaving, but they're, they are entitled to their opinions. As I said from day one, I love Wolves as a club. It's a club that I'm very fond of and I always look out for. Because obviously he left in the Solbakken summer, went to Stoke for about three million, was it? Yeah, was that the, so, the rumour? Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, I'm sure including us at the time, were you know annoyed that perhaps he'd had this long injury layoff, he'd come back, then all of a sudden gone. But you know, if a player has an opportunity to go back and play in the Premier League, you can't begrudge him for yeah. that, surely. Yeah, especially what... if he's been urged from the club end as well. Yeah, you don't know that. You might, yeah, that you, <laughs> yes. you never know if the club had been more willing to sell him. Yeah. Give it, he with, wasn't. With a price you know, it wasn't in. like he was coming to the end of his contract, was no. he? Because he wouldn't have gone for. He may, he may well have been one of the ones on the half pay as well, mightn't he? Yeah. When, when we got relegated. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think I said it um, when me and Alex did the show last week about it. Actually, he's got every right to move to a club. Whether he's been come back from injury or not, I, I don't really buy it. Because it, it, like, it wasn't like he was injured for a whole season and... So like, actually, yep, got the move now. He did come back and he did play. I think he played um, about 23 games that season we got relegated. Yeah. So it's not like he was literally injured. That came into that summer, I've, okay, I've got my move, I'm gone. 
And I can understand if that was the reason why, then, you know, he could be hated. But, you know, he scored quite a few goals that season as well, against Stoke as well, that fluky goal that season. But and did he? He didn't sort of again as far as I'm aware. He didn't sort of kick up a fuss. He didn't hand in a transfer request. He didn't ever. It was all quiet. Wasn't he didn't it? give yeah. sort of the yeah. eye. You know, he, he didn't a do a Fletcher mm. and go very public. I, I think if my, if Jarvis came back down more than you, I don't think. I think he'd get an applause. He'd get an applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know. It's probably all about context. And yeah, Kitely wasn't really here for that long, mm. and he did have that injury period, but. You should be here for a lot longer than someone like Benny Cafobi. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, um, and he, when he actually played, there were probably few players who gave as much effort and showed as much passion as he yeah. did but with, with good results. Sacco's? Yeah. Sacco's only here three years. Yeah. 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 So, obviously, I mean, Cardi got here about what, 2006? Yeah. yeah he, I mean, he was in McCarthy's first six years. Double what Sacco was. And if Sacco came back now, he'd get the piece Wolverhampton. It's just, it's bizarre. Uh, yeah, Wolves gave him his chance in foot, back into the football league, and in my eyes, he more than repaid that opportunity. Well, that season, for, for his first, well, two and a half seasons, he was fantastic for mm. us. And that season, when he left to go to Stoke, he came back to Molyneux mm. quite a lot of times and watched Wolves games, which he has said. Yeah, I saw him at one of the early games. He's yeah. left, I think, because I, I remember think, seeing yeah. him at that Sunday game. Yeah, and he was there, oh. so he came and watched Wolves quite a lot that season yeah. as well, so. Yeah. I, I, you know, I really. I still don't understand why there was such animosity towards him on Saturday. Mm. And I mean, people were, were just the odd jeer and boo. I mean, no. he was getting Cause all pretty of... much all... Every time we got the, the whole crowd, it was, you know, the W word, boo. Yeah, yeah just... I think a lot of it was because we were very yeah. close. To the, and he, yeah. Obviously, he was taking a corner yeah. and it was right, he was right neck. I think a lot of it was because of that, personally. Mm. Yeah. And it was a bit in the, just to get in his face. Yeah. But... I don't. I don't. I don't think it was. As, I personally don't. It, it seemed worse than it was. I yeah. thought mm, because of the tightness of the ground. And I can. I can. I mean, I we we stuck up for him, and then we got like death stares. Yeah. Like we was like, Geez. like when he went off, and they took him off. There's about six or seven of us, and we gave him like a little bit of a clap, and then literally he felt like everybody's always like burrowing down. It's Yeah. See, that annoys me more than probably in general because. As a footballer, you've kind of got to have your right to apply. Yeah. Uh, and mm. on between those white lines, that's where you do it. You say he didn't celebrate. He didn't go running over to Wolves fans and doing the shush or anything like mm. that. He scored. He shoved it back in the Wolves players, Wolves fans' faces. And the gracious thing to do in that situation is you go, fair enough, and you applaud him off. You know, we've been giving him abuse all game, trying to put it off his game. Which is why you do it. Well, we've clapped lesser players. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I remember when we played Millwall on the on the Tuesday night and Keogh scored. And after Keogh scored, we lost two one. They lost the, a few Wolves and started but, chanting Keogh. You know, yeah, so. but that was the, that's just the, that's just the mentality of it because because we were playing badly. I, you get the impression sometimes with Wolves fans because at that particular time there was an anti soul back and Feeney. Wolves were playing. They almost like they go down because they want you to lose mm. because they want to jeer and they want to get on their back. And they want to be anti-Wolves, mm. a lot of some fans. They almost see the outcome they want, yeah. and yeah. you are just hoping, you, yeah. you're hoping for the defeat so you yeah. can fuel that yeah. that cry more. Yeah, yeah I could definitely see that that has happened. I mean, that, was, that was the years. night Solbach and got his car trash when they took paint on it that night. That's it. Um, so, yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you knew something was going to no, happen, it's... but as soon as Keogh scored and they all started chanting Keogh, that, mm. I think that's the only time I've actually left early, so I was just infuriated that they'd done yeah. that. You know, I think... It, 
I mean, it's con- sort of it, it matched up to the atmosphere of the game and the mm. day that we weren't concentrating on the right things as fans or whatever, and that's all reflected back to the players, or it's the opposite way around. Mm. So, Wolves fans aren't concentrating about and chanting about the game, they're concentrating about the player, mm. which means that fans, the players aren't, so it doesn't know it sort of links up very well for us. And if we, you know, we'd have not sort of spent our time booing this bloke who doesn't really deserve it. He's not, mm. you know, it's not a Michael McIndoe. Um, well, let, let, the less let, about that. The because better. of how he played <laughs> yeah. and how he left Wolves, nothing else that may or may not have happened. Well, I personally, I don't get the anti-chanting at full stop. No. And I don't get anti-Albion chanting, to be honest. When we're playing another team, they're not in the same division, their fans aren't there. Yeah. How does that inspire people in yeah. gold shirts? Yeah. Chanting about West Bromwich Albion. It, yeah, we hate Albion too. Come on, lads, yeah. let's win it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like moronic. It, yeah. it, it is moronic yeah. for me. It's like, oh, I don't get the Steve Ball chant. Like, he's no. not played for us like 20 yeah. years. And then they're all singing yeah. Steve Ball's tattoo. A large percentage of the fans have never seen him play. Yeah. All the players. And like, how's, yeah. like, how's Bob Barson going to get jeered up because they're singing somebody else's name? Yeah. Uh, he scored 306. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I was trying to work out how many... Goals Bod Varsin needs to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> Only <Only> 304. <laughs> yeah. I was like, has he got, I can look at, has he got three or two or three ball, goals? Ball, I was like, ball, that's just bad. Bob Gladden's got 300. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll get there eventually. Yeah. It's Saturday night. I was going to say, it probably brings on to a point Dave made before recording. Yes. Yeah. Now, well, well, those... well, well, we'll lead it on to firstly with, with Dicko and Bod Varsin. Still no goals. Obviously we... no one can come in. So... How long do you how long do you give them? You can't really say you give them two more games and we'll put them out of the team because you might as well play with them. But as every game goes, what what one goal from a striker since mid August? That's it's very worrying he's given the league position. Midfielder, really, yeah. isn't he? And he's another like Brock can come into that position as well mm-hmm. and score the goals because he's been playing in that number ten, and he doesn't I mean, look like he's very clinical up front either. So again, I think we said on last week's show. It's been the same under Wolves for a year now, under four different managers, um, in different systems. Our low, our number nine, our mm. first forward player, doesn't seem to score. We had one very brief period, though, obviously with the phobie in the sixth spell. Since yeah. the phobie left, and Dicko since it, sorry, so in, league in one. twelve months since mm. a, literally since the phobie um, left, yeah. we've not replaced him. The thing is, since the phobie left, goal. our last proper goal scorer. How many goals have our strikers scored? Probably less than five, ten. So it's definitely less than ten. He was classing Mason as a. He was a striker. He gets played other positions, doesn't he? I was going to say you're looking at half a dozen from him over. I think he's got six, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, so he eight mm. in well over a year from your strikers. You know, didn't get any second half of the season, did he? Yeah. And Dicko hasn't scored a senior goal for Wolves since playing Burton in pre-season last season. Obviously, he scored a couple of new. We haven't had a regular strike, you know, goal scorer who gets good goals since two thousand and nine in the championship. That was player. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And even Iwaluma chipped him with yeah. sixteen that season. Yeah. yeah, and I think Keogh got about nine. So we're getting on for eight well. years without a striker who scores regularly. She's scary. Mm-hmm. Really? What are we passing us regularly? Well, somebody who scores twenty, no, twenty scores double figures. Twenty yeah. a season. Because I mean, Doyle got. Didn't well, Doyle or Ebanks Blake get into double figures for you? We went down. I in... think Ebanks Blake got fifteen. The year we got relegated from the championship, that's when he broke his leg. I think he got fifteen that season. Mm. Did he? Yeah. Did he get that man? Yeah. I don't. I so, to yeah. be fair, I agree with you, and I 
I wouldn't necessarily classophobic chiefly because he only essentially had sort of two six two months, half season, well, two half mm. seasons. Yeah, he didn't play technically a full seasons seven seven of months of football. Yeah, um, so actually it's hard to almost judge him because yeah, half a season at the back end of a season, half at the mm. front end. Um, of which about a month or six weeks that he wasn't even trying. Yeah, but how, how can you? We won't get remembered for that. No. How can you even solve the issue at the moment? Because again, Dicko, as each game goes on, you worry more and more about whether this man that we knew from a couple of years ago is going to recapture that form. Bud Varson obviously had a great start of the season. I think he's been very unlucky in recent weeks with some of the chances he's had, particularly obviously that chance into QPR, oh, which the Barnsley, the Barnsley, Liverpool, which yeah. would have been a, a fantastic off Stoke as well. Yeah. It's just been. Just say, but I've got less worry about him. Yeah, I mean, he's playing. I think he's playing well. Mm. So what? You know, is is there a a solution? Probably Dave, uh, Dave Edwards up front on his own. Yeah, well, no, yeah. there's nothing wrong with just keep playing Bod Varson. Yeah, you know, playing, playing regularly. Yeah. I think my drop Dicko. My, my thing with Bod Varson is he just doesn't have enough shots. So actually, when oh, we I say we've got to look he, at the service as well, is he getting yeah. the service? He's, he's not getting the ball where he actually yeah. needs it. You know, I can't think of lots of times. I mean, you know, I, I don't. I don't think I've been frustrated at Bart, Bart Varson for missing too many chances in a game. I've been frustrated at Dicko this season because he's wasting chances. Mm. But Bart Varson just doesn't seem to. I don't know what it might be his game, but he drifts slightly too far between the posts. I think we've got to look further afield from the strike because the. We're playing with two wingers. The wingers aren't getting enough crosses in for the service for the strikers mm. to score the goals. We were all getting on the back of the strikers, which I'm including myself, mm. I have. But you look at the amount of chances they are having, and then the chances they are having, they're squandering. So, mm. I mean, I mean, it's going to sound. I, you know, I don't think Costa necessarily helps things because he's quite goal-driven himself. Yeah. He's not almost like a Michael Kitely in that he'll stick out wide to getting good crosses. Costa's almost immediate thought is right. How can I look for goal myself? Mm. I mean, he did, he, you know, he's probably got most assists as a Wolves player this season. When I say that, mm. but because of him naturally being a left-footed winger on the right, he goes towards goal, I guess. And there's Wyman as well, who is is he in midfield? I well, thought for a... me, he scored the goal at Liverpool. He did a lot of running at Liverpool, to be fair. But apart from that, he ain't done anything for mm. me. Mm, I don't know, yeah. we, we, Barnsley we, we played really well at Barnsley but he wasn't really part of it mm. and I, I, when, it, when they took him off I actually didn't even realise he, he was on <laughs> and he, he didn't go off to about the 60 odd minutes mm. I didn't even know I couldn't remember him couldn't, I never saw him I don't know his position because obviously mm. he was sort of played as a striker for Villa and he scored the odd goal here, there and then mm. but then for Derby I mean his stats are five goals in 50 games which mm. isn't great so where's his position and how he's been Primarily played on the wing for Wolves, so are we classing him as a winger? But then you look this season, Mason's been played on the wing as well, or the number 10. It's, I don't know. I mean, I think Vyman's a good player, but he's not going to get you 20 goals a season, is he? Mm. So, mm. yeah, it's, it's to me, I think it's a, a good loan signing for backup, but it's not. But I haven't seen it a lot that's really made me think I can see why he's gone straight in the team. Because yeah. mm. like, we've got quite a big squad. They, they, they talked about thinning out the squad and getting rid of. And play, we have got a couple less players net, mm. but we've brought another player in. He's gone straight in. I don't mm. know. He's, he's that much better than what we've got. 
I think he's, honest, he's I think almost he, spare parts, I view him. I think but Ro- I, Ronan as well. Ronan sort of plays that wide well. I know that's sort of his natural role, because the under-23s plays more of an upper-10 central midfielder, but he played sort of the left wing last week, last week at Barnsley. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, he balls into the box with the best of seasons. Yeah, he's absolutely quality. Mm. And some of the tricks he was pulling off as well, you think yeah. he's got the confidence of like a Premier League player, and he's, mm. what, 18, 19? Yeah. Mm. So why not push him forward instead of bringing in some... I mean, he's playing tonight against um, just, uh, Portsmouth. Yeah, which he scored as well. Um, You know, but it's interesting how he's playing for them tonight rather than, I don't know, not, well, I was going to say not playing and resting for Saturday unless he wants to sort of keep getting minutes. It's game time, isn't it? Because he's not necessarily playing four 90 minutes for Thursday. I can't imagine he'll play, he won't play 90 minutes tonight, will he? I shouldn't think he's probably in his mind to start on Saturday by the sound of it. No. You know, I don't think you'd start a player tonight if you're going to start on Mm -hmm. Saturday. Especially if it's a youngster. Mm. Um, so is Gladden the answer then? Gladden is the answer, <laughs> I think. No. He is John. Of course, <laughs> he is John. <laughs> well, I, look, my, my view... That is a <laughs> My view is we've obviously not been able to ship him out even like on loan to somewhere. Why not just... I don't think he was given a fair crack of the whip at the start. I don't think he game minutes-wise he has had enough minutes to prove anything. And you might, if, if goals aren't coming, you didn't see him play, didn't you? Yes. I'm just going to read. <laughs> I mean, I've <laughs> just, just going to read out one of the tweets. Oh, I have, I, I have seen this tweet. This, this oh, doesn't back up my theory at all. Nice work as Ronan, Nazon, and Gladden link up well. Cries off, cries off shoot, but Gladden tries one too many passes and possession is lost. Oh. He's just trying really hard. That's what he's doing. He's on earth. He, he's trying too hard. Yeah, he's trying really hard. I, I look. It could be my. I'd lo- honestly, it I'd could be my, against Newcastle. It could be my Siggy of last season this season, but I just think if you've got him, why not just try him? I can why understand. Why not? I can understand. Are, you always, are you one of these in life who always fights for the? Yeah, the I lost think course? he is the little man. I bet your yeah. favourite member of the Beatles is Ringo. Uh, With your attitude. Yeah, I would say so. I'll, I'll, he does the Thomas the Tank Engine old narration. He was a good voice. <laughs> <laughs> I look, you know, again. If we've got him, might as well use him. I can see your point. Like he's not really being given a fair, fair crack of the whip, but I think there's he a wasn't, reason for that. Point. He, he wasn't fantastic. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't fantastic, though, was he? No. He wasn't great. If you're going to use him, why didn't he make the phone calls to Regan and that today instead of Dave or, or Newer doing them? He could have been on the phone. He could, have fact, he could work in the ticket office full time. <laughs> <laughs> I do like all the lavish restaurants he seems to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are fancy, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they, they are nice. nice. And Shiffnall Baltic. And Shiffnall Baltic. He hasn't, been there, he hasn't been there for a while. I need to go to Shiffnall Baltic to see. We, we go, see we're there. doing the end of season meal there. Yeah. I don't know whether that's us as a fan cast or the Wolves team. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh... well, well, back on back onto Burton then, and obviously Wolves obviously lost yeah. by the end of the game. Did anyone come out well at all? Yeah, Akimi. Akimi, yeah. Yeah, a fair game. Mm-hmm. Kept kicking it long, but that's obviously under instruction from Lambert. So I can't blame him for that. He's made a couple of really, really good saves. Yeah, I don't think he got a lot of chance with the goals. To be fair, mm. Alex, same one for you. Not really. No, <laughs> no. It's a terrible game. Absolutely terrible. In the context of the grand scheme of things, though, should people be really worried about the defeat? No, no, not particularly. Not really. I think it's just a blip. I mean, we've been in such well good form of late in the last two games. I just think the manager's got to take the blame for this one, really. Is there a slight concern? Obviously, we'll talk about Newcastle in a second, but 
the fact that that gap's now gone down to seven points and obviously a win or a draw, you know, obviously a win would have been maybe 13. You would have said, right, I don't think we're any in any kind of battle anymore. But does that, given with Newcastle coming up, is there now a concern that perhaps we're going to get sucked into something that we shouldn't really still be in? It's mm. odd how there's so much positivity around the place, yet league position-wise, you do look over your shoulder and think of it, oh, before Newcastle, this could be quite a scary league position. Uh, personally, I think I think we need we need about ten or twelve points to stop up. I don't yeah. think the bottom three will get to forty five this year. Don't think uh, Blackburn have picked up form recently. <sighs> they're still rubbish. Yeah, yeah. They get they've scraped out a few results, but then they're not going to do that week in week out because they're no good. They'll scrape out a few results, but then they'll lose a few. So you think yeah. they're not just going to keep winning, and winning, Br- and drawing? Bristol, are, I, Bristol kind of still a bit yeah, dropping, are. and you know, I mean, they roll, roll from a, around, roll, roll yeah. from a down. You've got Wigan on 25 at the moment, who've got two games in hand, to be fair. One of them's tonight, though, they're playing Norwich. Yeah. I mean, this will be a test. The, the, the team they've put out tonight sounds really quite poor. Mm. The Norwich have put out a good team tonight. They, they, if, if Wigan mm. don't get a result in this home game, they're going to really struggle. They look rubbish the other day. Well, they'll never have a shot. Mm. I mean, it's one of those where if, if we win our game in hand, I mean, I know it's not been played for a while, but... We can, in theory, we can jump up. Well, yeah, what, but there's, a, there's very much a top half and bottom half, isn't yeah, there? Yeah. There's a big gap between, you know, it, um, between us and, well, 13th, there's That's, two points between us and Brentford. But then 13th to 12th. Then 13th to 12th, it's, you know, it's five points. Yeah, there's and a top it, and bottom. You know, yeah. and actually, if we can, it's one of those where we string two wins together in the next three mm. games and we'll be on 41 points with. If. If. Ifs and buts. Ifs and but buts, actually, yeah. we, you know, it's quite easy for us to, with what, 14, 15 games left of the season, to be on 41 points, which is more than safe. Well, you'd expect with but, three consecutive home league games. Yeah, well, we've got four, five, four, four, we've got four or five, four, really. Four consecutive home league, league, league games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You'd be expecting to get at least six or seven points but out the, of them. Oh, well, we'll talk about literally Newcastle in a sec, but those games, Newcastle, Huddersfield is a game in hand, which will be tough, given the fact they're mm-hmm. obviously chasing, still probably chasing the top two, we yeah. thought. And got Birmingham. And Birmingham at home. And Wigan. Wigan. So Wigan, well, Wigan will be the double. Actually, you know, really. there's at least six points up, to gra- up for grabs there. Even Birmingham, really, given the fact, I know they, they got their first win of the mm. weekend as Zola, but yeah. they're still a bit shaky. You would still expect by those I'd say you'd expect. I'd be expecting us to get six six or seven points. Yeah. I think you get six or seven points nearly say. Yeah. Six out of 12. Yeah. So, John, you're telling me that we won't get relegated this season? No. I will rest um, well, easy. Well, yes, I am. T- sorry, yes, I am telling you, we won't be relegated. Thank you. I will rest <laughs> easy tonight. Good. Thank you. Mm. Right, let's talk about the game of the weekend. Oh, actually, before we talk about the game of the weekend, old Jess, no longer at yeah. Norwich. It was all done by mutual consent, which the, the, the press uh, statement, yeah. I believe, said. But interesting, somebody made an interesting point the other day about that how both Kenny and Jez have not been in their next jobs after Wolves very long. But, I mean, Norwich fans really, really hate him. I know, I know a lot of our fans hate him, but... Funny how they really didn't take a shine to no. it immediately. I mean, mm. it took us. We took Wolf for sixteen years, perhaps <laughs> you could argue, and obviously Norwich took them six months. Yeah, but I don't know what whether anyone has heard from speaks to Norwich fans or heard why. Yeah. Why why didn't it go well for him there? I mean, when we was at Norwich two weeks ago, I said the night and I met a few Norwich fans, and they absolutely hated him. They couldn't bear it and they just couldn't stand him. But why? Why that? Like, what, I was going to say, what, I think you rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way. They're very much a family club. They're quite yeah. a close. Nick Club, Norwich, mm. and he's gone in, and I think he's been a bit heavy-handed. And I mean, to be fair, mm. he he 
joined that <coughs> a particularly difficult time for them anyway, didn't he? Because they, just, I mean, they've been what relegated. They, yeah, yeah, been relegated. Just been relegated. Yeah. They were unsure about whether to keep their manager or not. They clearly had an opening in that club for a chief executive role. So mm. something's gone on at boardroom level for that um, football club. So I don't think anything was, you know, great at Norwich before he came over. He's a bit of a divisive character. Mm. We all know he loves to play the pantomime villain, but at Wolves he sort of earned the time, the right to do that over time. Mm. And yeah, I think cl- clearly things aren't sort of great at Norwich at the moment behind the scenes. Um, mm. And so it hasn't clearly he's not happy there. And he's probably earned a lot of money in six months. Yeah, two transfer what, windows, the commission mm. on that and deals. Yeah, I mean, they got, um, well, Robbie Brady went, didn't he? Mm. Um, nice Deadline game. day, 12 yeah. million. Mm. Yeah, so. Bless him. Wonder what his next, <laughs> wonder what his next job will be. <laughs> we'll ponder. Uh, seriously, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to Newcastle then, obviously on Saturday, half-five kick-off on Sky. Uh, Wolves take on top of the league, Newcastle United. Earlier on this season, Wolves pulled off a, a famous victory at St James's Park with a, a 2 0 win, an own goal, and a Costa goal gave Wolves an unlikely win. Uh, obviously, we've, we've said before that it'd be interesting what the table looks like before the game. Uh, a bit interesting at Newcastle at the minute because obviously, out of nowhere, a bit of an uncertainty with Rafa's future, perhaps given to money and funds over the transfer window. They did win at home in their last game 1-0 against Derby which is a great result given Derby are on form as well I, I don't want to say it but is, is there a time to play Newcastle at the minute given the fact that there seems to still be a slight bit of uncertainty with with Rafa is this the best time? It's one of those where we're either going to come out swinging or it'll be like it yeah it'll, like, it'll either be like it was against uh, Liverpool and we'll catch them um, when they're a bit of a wounded animal or they'll come out and unleash hell on us we do seem to do better against the teams that we don't expect to beat. Yeah, and when there's oh, more of an atmosphere, and there will be yeah. a big atmosphere because yeah. they're, they're, they're sold out. Yeah, four, so the ground, four thousand, the atmosphere will be really good. Mm. And I think that you know, walls up tend to play a bit better in those situations mm. for me, mm. as, as you'd expect. Well, Newcastle haven't lost since the second of January, where they lost to Blackburn mm. away one nil. Um, what kind of team do you no, think? They, did you? I mean, did you watch that game? Uh, I didn't Blackburn. watch that game, no, no. They should have won about 20, 22-1. I've never seen a team have so many shots. They're having a shot every 30 seconds and lost 1-0. <laughs> it was just one of those days. <laughs> one of those days. Um, what kind of, what team do you think selection them for, for the weekend's game, do you think, gentlemen? I think Danny Bath will be there. Yeah, I'd have Danny I think Danny Bath will. Danny Inter- Bath, sorry, will be straight back into the team. Yeah. Interesting that we lost... Without Danny Bath in the side, didn't we? Mm. You don't know what it's going Interesting. To Why have we never lost with him in the team before? No, I'm just saying that, you know, people it, people don't want him to be in the team, yet we don't put him in the team, we lose. Just, you know, it seemed interesting not, point. Just saying, sitting just, your just, just, just saying just that. Saying. But right. we've also had him not in the team when we've won. Oh, I don't know. Just <laughs> making <laughs> the point, John. Well, don't no, ruin my point, John. It seems interesting that... Because he hasn't been playing bad of late, I don't think. Since turn of the new year, I'd say he's been, I think he's been a solid... Centre back. Mm. He's not made m- many, if any, mistakes that have stood out. He doesn't play the Liverpool game, which because we've got squad rotation mm. comes in against Barnsley, but then doesn't play Burton. Now, I'm surprised it wasn't the other way round because he sort of rewarded 
Paul's slash Stearman mm. for the. But maybe 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 do Phil Stearman could manage that another game after Liverpool so quickly. Mm. Maybe can't do three in a week or potentially. It, it, it seemed an odd point to drop him because Bart's not been playing badly. And okay, I'm not his biggest fan. Um, so yeah, why? Well, I'm sticking no. up for him. No. <laughs> Next section. No. <laughs> on, on that rotational yeah. thing, I find it odd that Edwards played every game. Well, yeah, like you at know. his age, he's played. He's played all three for ninety minutes. Yeah. So I, I know. It, Kudos to Edwards, though. It means what 30, 31 now. Oh, well, did no? Yeah. Did he? Or did he go off early? At both. Uh, did he go off? No, he played. No, he played up. He, he played all ninety minutes. Game, no, I, I, Kudos to Edwards, though. Th- yeah, thirty-one. He's playing ninety minutes, it's, it's, and then he can go and work in the club shop on the Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. But it's odd that he he, he played he plays all every yeah. game. Yet Stearman did. I don't know. It's it a little bit odd. A, it, it do, yeah. But the big plus of it all for me is Courtney Hawes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's been fantastic the last three games. Really good yeah. one. Well, I mean, we, we can't we, say he was fantastic at Burton, can we? Because we weren't even I mean, tempted yeah. for man of the match. But he didn't. He didn't stand. He didn't make any great. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't. There was no cause for the fans, no. was he? No. Yeah. Like I think we've always. He's always split opinions, hasn't he? Because he's always wanted to be that sort of. Ball playing defender where he comes up. He and wants plays to be Rio Ferdinand, doesn't sort he? Of, yeah, he wants to bring more the ball forward, play the ball out from defence. But he seems more a bit more disciplined since Lambert came in. He's mm. a central defender in the last well, position. Well, that was the one disappointing thing. He did resort to some horrific hoofing on Saturday. Yeah. Mm. Real up and under hoofing, but it, it's got to be under instruction because they were all doing it. Yeah. Lambert's told him how to told him to do it. Mm. I think that was mm. the tactic on Saturday, wasn't it? Hoof the ball. Mm. But I'd, yeah. I'd definitely I'd bring Bart back in mm. and probably take out Stim, I guess. Because you say horses well, so quite it, rightly. You get to the end of the season, the last few games, and Stearman's here. Does Stearman play or does Stearman not at the end of the season? He won't be here next season. No, no he so. won't be here next season. So I'm just trying to bring about consistency at the club. I, we I, have to, in, yeah. At the end of December, we had to get to, we had to get used to life without Roman Sace, was the comment. Mm. He was only away for a month. Yeah. So, and he's going to be anywhere so, near the first So if Stearman season, isn't so. going to be here, surely after uh, after we're out the cup, because he was basically coming here, you know, yeah. once the cup's over, we might as well get used to life without Stearman. I wonder whether we won't play him depending on how secure our league position is. Yeah. If you've got four or five games left and you're like, yeah, we're, we're, there's no danger of anything at all, maybe they'll just bench him and just... Play a couple of the kids, but if there's a, a still a uh, that might something might happen, at least his experience there will count for something. I wonder. But a couple yeah, of well, things are. Well, if, but if you're talking about relegation, he's also he's also played in relegated sides twice. Mm. Yeah. There's a couple of things I'll add. Aren't you better off playing with somebody who's got a mindset in their head that they've never been relegated? Yeah. And somebody who's somebody mm. thinking, "Crikey, we've been relegated before." But this is the end of the season. This is when this is when things go wrong. Mm. Yeah, experience is all well and good, but kids. I can just imagine Stephen there just sitting, rocking. No, not again. Well, it's true. Did he relegated with Leicester as well? The year we brought him, yeah, he relegated with Leicester that season. Yeah, I mean, experience is great, but if you've only got bad experience, it doesn't really add up to anything. So, are we saying that Stephen should be called the relegator? Take this title on Johnson. No, I'm not looking to start that particularly, but I'm just—it's the mentality of it. I was going to say a couple of things. Is there any sort of Contractual thing about um, appearances with Stearman. I know it's a it'll, it'll be something we'll never know, but yeah. actually, if there's something that if he plays over twenty games, we can't have to sign him or something. I think would be interesting. Mo- Moxie would have them in his notebook if he knew that. If there was that, the other answer. Why are we worrying when we've always got Mike Williamson? Exactly. Right. Let's let's not worry about Stearman going, guys. We can't. We've got Big Mike to come in. Will we ever see Mike Williamson again? Do you reckon? 
No. Is he not in the club shop tomorrow? Was it, was it an 18 month contract? So, yeah, yeah. so his contract finished. Finished, yeah. So he'll be gone in the summer. Um, the rest of the team, Sace, we talked about back from the African yeah. Cup of Nations. Not, he hasn't really been mentioned at all in circles, but. but he's, played at the, he's played at the back for Morocco. Yeah, yeah played at the back three, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Will we see Roman Sace again? Because I, I don't think we will. No, I, I don't think. think everyone says that he's that one of the best midfielders at the club. He should be playing every week, yet wasn't under both Enger and Lambert. So. I, I think I he played think quite a lot at the start under Lambert, didn't he? And then I think he sort of got the hinkling he's going to the African Cup of Nations. And then he came over with that ridiculous comment we've got to make life with it, we've got to adapt to life without him. Mm. And you think, well, did Chelsea adapt to life without Drogba? Thing is, no. or, or Liverpool didn't play Marne, and to be honest, they almost collected him off the plane and put him yeah, on the pitch yeah. coming back. Yeah. I mean, oh. with uh, Sace, I like what I've seen of him, but you get like what for every great game you have, you get one where he is so quiet. Guess exactly what it is with Lambert. He doesn't like about him. Sace won't get up and down the pitch enough. Yeah, he, he just doesn't. He probably doesn't put enough miles on his vest. Mm. That's yeah. the problem. He doesn't oh, collect, collect enough shell tokens on his vest, does he? That's They'll the play someone like Price or <laughs> next mile. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's I know I, I I I'd have him in the team, yeah. but it's if he fits into a style and a mentality that he's looking to have, which is almost going back to almost the old McCarthy days of young and hungry players. Mm. I know. Up front, the, Gladden. the four, yeah, Gladden. Of Edwards, course. false nine. Yeah, yeah. That four up front, the two wingers, false nine in the up I front. Who are you going for? Costa. Gentlemen? Costa, obviously, yeah. I think he'd, he'd probably go for Bodvarsson. Be a brave man to drop Costa. Yeah. <laughs> Costa, Bodvarsson. Probably Mason. Yeah. I think no, Mason. probably Vyman. Yeah. I, I'd yeah. be surprised if it's not that. Sounds like a classic four. Part, yeah. part of me would like to see, um, you say, um, Connor Ronan play there, but if he's playing tonight. Don't see it happening. It'll be nice. I know. From what he played him against Sheffield Wednesday at home, uh, Sheffield Wednesday away, which was a big game. Mm. Um, And I think he'd rise to the occasion. As long as he doesn't play bright in that number ten role, because I think he again he's starting to split opinions now. I mean, I just I think he's a great player. He's he's young and he's very talented, but I just don't think he's good enough to fit into this team at this moment in time. He wants to dribble too much and he wants to do too much every single Mm. time. Everything's got to have a trick, everything's got to have a step over, or he's got to have his foot on top of the ball and rolling it all the way. Rather than just knocking it off and and just get your head up and knock it off. I was going to say, that's the devastating thing about Ronan, isn't it? That it's it's skill rather than doing tricks. He's got skill, he can do the tricks, but the thing with Ronan, he's got very good all-round awareness of where the players are on the pitch around him. Bright hasn't got that. Bright knows where he is Mm. and knows where the ball is and he vaguely knows where the goals is. That's the only intention he's got, is going towards the goal. Yeah. Ronan almost uses skill when it's needed and he'll use it to get out of the situation rather than just for the sake of doing it. I think with Bright as well, Bright will have a moment of flash of brilliance and then everybody will notice that and for the rest of the game he's just he's in no man's land he's like playing with 10 men if he went on loan which I always thought he'd get a loan would be really good for him I don't think he'd get picked I I think he would send him down a division I don't think he'd get a game I was going to say I think there must be a reason that he's been in and around the team and sort of been highly regarded for a year now 18 months since well it was um, since pre-season last year so 18 months there's got to be a reason why he's not been shipped out on loan 
and it's either that they think he is on the edge of being a first team player. I think when here. he went missing, that or, puts a lot of teams off. Doesn't like I was going to say yeah, there, there is definitely an attitude. I think yeah. if you were sent him out on loan, the same thing might happen to him as happened to Connor Hunt, mm. and, and he might just disappear. Mm. Um, he, he might start, and then obviously Hunt had a couple of games for Stutt Stevens, then he's off, then his contract's cancelled, and you know his career's probably on, on the brink mm. really. And I think that could happen with Roy. That's why they're frightened to let him go. But yeah. it, if so, then they're committed to keep playing him. To, to in the hope that yeah. you does done something, but to be honest, you've got football. We've got to be ruthless. What has he done in the tight chances he's been given? He hasn't. Mm. I think he scored one goal. Was that against Barnet in, in the, the league, league, yeah. about the first minute? Yeah. 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 I mean, what has he done realistically since then? I mean, like, a few flashes, of brilliance, but yeah, that doesn't win your game, does it? So, we'll, we'll do predictions in a sec, but this is kind of a prediction um, question. But can Wolves get a result at the weekend? Because yeah. Wolves at home this season haven't been all that. We seem to be far better away from home when that kind of that yeah. pressure's off. But you're much more likely to be able to play on the break against Newcastle at home. So they're going to do a lot of the mm. pressing. So, uh, no do you think, given that they'll be the away team now, we'll go. They'll still try to dominate. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can expect to see Sean Shelby sitting on the edge of his own box, are you? So. Thanks, Mrs. Shelby. That would have been interesting. I was going to say, what reaction do you reckon? Um, oh, he'll get some sticks. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He got plenty of stick up there, but then without this yeah. incident coming into the yeah. equation. Yeah. Well, let's do predictions then at the weekend. Wolves against Newcastle United on the telly, Bob. Of course, if you can't be bothered to go down to Molyneux on Saturday half five, it is tea time. You might just want to have a nice home cooked tea in front of the telly. You know. Why would you want to do that? I don't know why people well, want to do that, John. It's ridiculous. Well, we're trying to it? get a big. We're trying. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're even suggesting it, Mr. Dalrymple. I'll have you in his office. He's trying to. He's trying to get big crowds, and you're talking people into having the tea at home. Watch you on through the telly. With Keith Lemon. John's really scaring me. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be getting a. You'll be getting a phone call, you know, Mr. Dalrymple, for you. Dave's just slowly waiting until he can get his season ticket cheaper next season. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Laurie, how you doing? <laughs> You and Nicole will be phoning you soon. Dave, why haven't you renewed? Dave. <laughs> right, let's do, let's do predictions then for uh, Saturday. John, come to yourself first. Your gut at this moment in time telling you uh, Wolves versus Newcastle. I think it'll be an entertaining game. 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Mm. Oh, high scoring 2-2. Two, two. Mm. Rich, what are you going for? A lesser high scoring, but a more positive one, a 2-1 for Wolves. 2-1. I'm going to say 3 0 Newcastle. I can't see a scoring. So there's nothing. <laughs> I should say, back to reality. I'm trying to work out who's. They're weak at the back if you get at them. But we're weak up front, aren't we? Yeah, well, but I was going to say, yeah, we need to get We've scored out, goals, but, though. Yeah. We've got, all this talk yeah. about that we have scored goals. Yeah. We just need another 10 goals from somewhere. David Literally, for, I'd, I'd, yeah, if, if Edwards can add another 10 goals to it, already. You think because Costa scored, what, 9, 10, David just scored 9. Mm. So that's what near enough 20 goals this season. Without them two, where would we be? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really. It was because it was the first goal. Was it was the first goal, wasn't it? Courtney Horse robbed him of hat trick, didn't he? Yeah, and then he had the penalty the, as well. He was already in, really. Yeah. Line. And then he had the penalty, and he, David was actually taking the penalty. Yeah, he so was. Yeah. He took it off him as well, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a day Rachel's hat trick what a world yeah. that would <laughs> can you imagine that <laughs> I can't believe he was going to take that neither did I he tried to it's take it on Saturday did. as well didn't he did you notice no I didn't notice yeah, that he tried, he tried to take it on Saturday but Costa took the ball off him yeah, do you reckon they've got to have like a mini competition about taking it when Costa's got Costa's God on knows. the pinch 
But the ball went over to the right hand side because Dave was fouled, wasn't he? And Dave sort of picked the ball up and like looked round, and then Costa just walked over to the ball. Did he pick up the ball like no one's noticing? I'm just going to take it. He's like strolling towards the Costa. And the Costa goes mine. No, there's no discussion. I've got to agree with John. I'm going for two two as well. I think there will be goals. There will be goals, not blood. There will be goals. There might be blood as there well. There might be a tiny bit of blood, yeah. You never know. You never know. Played and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. But going to be a reducer. <laughs> right, we'll do the final bit of the podcast, which is Twitter Corner. It's your chance to send us your questions, Wolves or non-Wolves related, and we will answer them. Very interested to see oh, some of John cool. Babs yeah, answers. I'm, I'm off now. <laughs> the best section there is. <laughs> uh, we'll, start, we'll start easy, John, shall we? Uh, Keith Rhodes asks, would you welcome safe standing in certain areas at Molyneux? Do you welcome safe standing at Molyneux? I sit in the north bank, so I'm not really bothered. No, no. Do you like you like sitting down, you like yeah. comfort. Okay, like so comfort. no from Alex Rich. Well, I sit, I sit slash stand in the south bank, um, and I don't think it would make any difference. Mm. Like, I think there's an argument that it could be safer than than standing yeah. with seats. Yeah. yeah, the way people come crashing over the top of seats, it's yeah. quite mm. dangerous to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, so you would welcome it, John. Yeah. In certain areas. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think if you if people have got to opt for it, then I think though if you go for that, then I think people do have to sit in the other areas. Yeah. Mm. So, so if they went for half the south bank, I think in the other half they're gonna have to sit down. Ten mm. uh, south bank to sit down. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Dangerous Ooh. territory. Dangerous territory. Yeah. <laughs> and you're having a go at me for telling people to stay home. No, but I think <laughs> we can't have safe standing, and then and then people <laughs> unsafe standing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 I, know it, me, yeah. I find it incredibly hard to police because. All the away fans stand up every game. You know, do it when you, you know, you, you, what, did, yeah. when you did it at Burton. I did it when I went to Liverpool last weekend. All the away fans at um, my We did it at Burton because it was standing. Standing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, right. But the point. The people, who were, sitting, the people who were sitting actually sat down at Burton. Really? Too nice at Burton, too drunk from all the brewery. Um, <laughs> the Wolves fans sat down. Yeah. On the See, side. I, I know. it... From my experience, anyway, if I, I, you know, I used to sit at the corner, right at the front row, by the corner flag, by the Steve Ball stand, and I remember being told to sit down before, and it feels incredibly hypocritical when it's all standing anyway. That you get told to sit down, but you've got, you know, four thousand supporters going along along the stretch, all standing up, and you go well. Why aren't you saying them to sit down? It's not my zone. It's normally the away and away games as well. They'll t- they'll start from the front, sit down, sit down, sit down. Mm. And by the time they've got to say the tenth round, everybody's still standing up. They just give yeah. up. Yeah, mm. and so I know it. I think it's an incredibly hard one to police. So actually, having everyone sit down, I think Celtic have done it easier. quite well because they're they're sort of ultras where they're singing mm. and chant and everything. They've made that safe uh, safe standing. So they were standing up anyway, so they've just, it's yeah. like changing the South Bank into safe standing. So everybody stands there anyway, so they've just put it into safe standing. So. But here's one, on a t- just on a slight tangent from that. You, you sit in the North Bank, would you welcome a singing section in the North Bank? Well, mind you, I think the atmosphere's dead now in the yeah. North Bank. Think... Since they knocked it down. So you always sort of had that role for with the South Bank and the North Bank. We had a bit of atmosphere yeah. in the North Bank, but when they knocked it down, the atmosphere's gone now. But I brought this up at the fans' parliament. I think they should. I think they should look to because mm. the, the atmosphere needs to be more around the yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they should bring. They should say give people the option to move seats in the North mm. Bank if they want to not be in it, and say that what the, the, you know one side of the North Bank is going to be a singing section. North Bank ultras. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Why not? Massive flags and flares going off. I'd welcome I'm that, not, honestly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm promoting flares. But... <laughs> yeah. 
massive no, no. random banners they have in all these like European games. As long as elaborate <laughs> banners. Yeah. Should we get like the American soccer fan? Have you seen him? Yes, I have. Yes, oh, everyone, Dave Edwards. Ev- yes. Everyone thinks he's me. Dangerous Dave. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I hate that comparison. I really hate that. Well, anyway. I know what I'm screenshotting later. <laughs> oh. uh, Louis, I, Ta- can, I can see, I can see that. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Have we not- if you're calling me um, George Savile, I can see that. Because you are George Savile. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, next we week. should apologise for it. Just instead. Well, you had your but photograph we... taken with him for that reasoning. Yeah. I didn't know who was points. who. Well, <laughs> it actually worked the other way for me. I actually looked the photo. thought, yeah, I can see the resemblance. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I hadn't thought of it before, though, yeah. until you had that photo. Move on. Lewis, Lewis Taylor, if you could take another player from the Championship and put them in our team, who would it be? Tom Kearney. Tom Kearney. That's a good shout. I'll go to White Gale. Dwight Gale. Jordan Rhodes. Jordan Rhodes. Easy. Uh, Stu, our very own Stu. Uh, Uncharted or Tomb Raider? I've not played either. We're going to say Uncharted. Not played Uncharted. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Shabutio. Good answer. I like <laughs> yeah. it. I like it. Um, magic, magically Mike... Bleh, magically Magic Lee is saying he's going to Budapest with his girlfriend in just over a week. Good Have choice. you been... Yeah. What should we do? John? Been twice. I've oh, been there. Yeah. Well. Is this a, is, am I right in thinking it's sort of it's one sort side broke of Budapest? It's one of the better cities to go to. There's one side of Budapest, one side of Pest. Yeah. 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 Sort of one sort of bit more industrial, I believe. You walk some miles when you're there. It's a big city to cover. So a lot of old buildings. What do you recommend Lee to the city Go to the... Something that you, you wouldn't try probably anywhere else, but do it over there. Go to the, the spring, the spa baths. I thought you were going to say, well, go to the red light district no. or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was so yeah. Very cultural. Go to the spa baths. Yeah. Tremendous. Gellert, Gellert baths. Go I, there. Very, very good. I suggest try and get a beer with Dennis Rosa. Great, great show. Alex, have you been to... Because I've never yeah, been to Budapest. Yeah. Of course you've been to Budapest. Of, of course you have. Anything to recommend um, today? The Citadel at the top of the hill, like the views there. Spectacular. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes about an hour to walk. It's all uphill, but when yeah, you get there, a fair, it's, fair it, it's yeah. definitely worth it. It's so, one of the top ten views I've seen. Or uh, if he's going with his girlfriend as well, perhaps it might be, it might be a bit cold this time. A river cruise at night, mm. um, really nice. Very, very. Mm. It's, a, it's lovely when it's lit up at night. I went, the the, I went up to the castle and the Parliament Building in night time as well because I was I was only there for like fourteen hours, mm. and like, I got there about four o'clock in the afternoon. And then sort of work my way down. And then when you get to the castle at the night, it's still open until midnight because obviously mm. it's such a beautiful thing to see. Well, Lee, we expect pictures. Of yeah, let us what, know. Yeah. Let us know. Mm. If you can get that beer with Dennis Ferris. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, David Wilding uh, says that there's a hairdresser near him called James Henry Hair Salon. Should he have his hair cut there? Yes. So definitely yes, I would have thought. Alice is like, mm, I'm not sure. He's not really at walls anymore. <coughs> if he's bad as he, if he's bad at cutting hair, as he is crossing, then don't worry Ooh. About. John, should he go there? Have his hair cut? James Henry hair salon? You're not not sure. No, no, I think he, he needs to have a look at all the photos inside. Which <laughs> <laughs> he probably hasn't cut. I'm looking at just big photo, photos of James Henry and but uh, Ben Cox tea or coffee? Ooh. Tea or coffee, John? What's your what's your tipple of hot drink choice? I like both, but probably... I was going to say, what kind of tea, what type of coffee? Depends what time of the day as well. Oh, yeah. I'm strictly an 11 o'clock coffee man. Oh, yeah. One one a day. So but I'll drink more tea than coffee, so I'd have to go tea. You're not one of those people that goes to like a Starbucks or and has an elaborate coffee? Just a sp- straightforward. Occasionally, I, I, do, I drink different types of like coffee. Spunk- yeah. Why to be my, my coffee? Like what? Coffee spunking... Pumpkin spice latte. Where's this going? I don't like that much cream in my what? coffee. Hey. Hey. What's your coffee of choice? 
Baron. Flat white. Flat white. Yeah. What okay. is a flat white? Is it? It's. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Just a double espresso, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Not so much milk as a latte. Lives in your every day. I prefer a cappuccino. Mm. No, I'm not a cappuccino fan. Tea fan. Which is foam. I'm, yeah. I'm a coffee fan. Yeah. Sort of a black coffee. Boy. I hate coffee. I love the smell of coffee. Can't tell the Black taste coffee of it. or espresso? Espresso. Mm. I mean, I went, I went to Milan about two years ago. I was in this little cafe, and this one Italian man came in, very elaborate, shouting. And they gave him a little espresso, and it stunk of sambuca. And he had a double espresso with a sambuca shot in it. And he just went, knocked it back, and walked out. And then we went in there for our tea, and he went, he was in there again, had it, and then we went out. Feels like there's more context and a bit of a backstory to <laughs> yeah. that one. Which, when I was into radio, when I was young, I'd never, never heard of it. Obviously, it was a long time ago. Day espresso, never heard of it. Got, I've ended up in in Rome. I, got, I arrived there at six on the train, six thirty in the morning. Got into a coffee shop, asked for a coffee. Gives me this espresso. I'm looking at, it, thinking, what the hell's that? I, I tried it. It was disgusting. I was just pulled and walked out. <laughs> I think I'm probably the first person ever in Rome to just toss him not drinking that. Pete Ahab says, if you were choosing the music for the highlights DVD of this of the season so far, which songs would you pick? Would you pick, gentlemen, in a highlights mm. DVD so far this season? Well, let's say a song, because I was gonna this say, is a question that perhaps needs more thinking time, but if you choose a song so far for this season... Like a bridge over troubled water. It can only get better. Oh, little plug. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> pick a popular song. Um, is it Chesney Orcs and the one and only? There we go. So why not? Burn, there we go. Is it Burn... Who does the fancast song? Is it Burn Down Rydell? Burn Down Rydell, yes. Yeah, we should, we'll give them a mensch. Yeah, give them a little mensch. Um, and that's it, everybody. That's another podcast oh. in the can, wrapped up. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web solution, check them out, operacreative.com. And you can follow us on social media. Just type in Wolves Fancast and you will find us there. And we'll be back next week to look back at that game against Newcastle. We haven't got a game midweek, have we? Next, next week, week, yeah. Oh, well, we're going to Wigan on Valentine's Day, Dave, so you'll definitely be there at the match, won't you? Course, you know, there's only one place you want to be on time, Dan. That's not on telly, is it? No, oh, well, I'll probably won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the away day. Uh, the uh, it won't even be away day excuses on Tuesday, will it? It'll no. just be excuses. I, remember, I, I literally am like one game ahead in my <laughs> right. research. I just, I literally, <laughs> after, after Wigan now, I've obviously got Chelsea, but after that, pff, no idea. No idea. Who we'll turn up next Tuesday, Molyneux will be empty. We've got, yeah. These five games. Yes, home. we've got five games. None, none, of, none, of, none of them are three, three o'clock, o'clock are they? Every, everywhere. I think we've got like three or four, seven forty-five, and then two half fives. Yeah. I'm waiting for the puns headlines for a defeat or a win against Wigan on Valentine's Day. You know, kind of like our wolves have broken my heart, yeah. or I'm in love again with Dave Edwards. Like, yeah, you know, no although we lost. always are. Yeah. No yeah. love lost after that. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. John, any pun hearts to throw out? Depends if Michael Jacobs scores, and that could be a bit of a very. So you gotta have like a last-minute heartbreak. Yeah, sort of something like yeah. that. It'll be something like that. Anyway, pulling on the heartstrings. Yeah, Think I'm sure someone's happen. got something better out there. Yeah, that's very good, is it? Do you reckon we'll turn up and like it'll just be empty, or out of some miserable men because the wife have beat him up and had to go. Home. Uh, you leaving me on Valentine's Day? Yeah, I don't know. They might bring him along. I talked to Wolsey Wigan. Yeah. Yeah. Romantically, that is. They, 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 what did they offer Wolves? There was something. That... 
Offer to pick you up in a limousine or something, didn't they? Uh, no, show for driven, the Valentine's yes. special. Show for driven. <laughs> what was that from, though? That was a competition outside of Wolves, wasn't it? Oh, oh, corporate Wolves, I think it was. Corporate Wolves, yeah, show for driven. Yeah, so going to WV1. Um, have a limousine, pick you up. Heart, heart-shaped pie. <laughs> this is real. Right, anyway, we'll be back then after Newcastle and Wigan then. Talk, talk about both their games. For this week, it's bye from John. Goodbye. Bye from Rich. Rosa Red, Violets of Blue... We've got Dave, Ed, and Hill score two. That's what I've been thinking about for the last sort of two minutes. We've got Dave Edwards, but we still lost four two. Yeah, there, there we go. go. There, there we, go. we go. Got to finish line. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye from Alex. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. See you next time. <laughs>